Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. It's a 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown! Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. Today it's about the lost sheep, the lost coins. Hopefully you're not lost. Let's talk about that together. Luke chapter 15, verses 1 to 10. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to Jesus, and the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So Jesus told them this parable. Which of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who have no need of repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it. When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so, I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, I pray that these two parables that Jesus gives to us are signs of hope. How many times have we found ourselves lost? I started out the episode by talking about hopefully you're not lost to make light of something that can actually be quite serious. This tells us the heart of Jesus. 99 out of 100 is not good enough for God. God wants every single one of his children to spend eternity with him in heaven. And so by Jesus illustrating he as the good shepherd, the need to find the sheep that is lost, what great hope that brings to every single one of us. Every single one of us has been made in God's image and likeness. No matter how we see ourselves, no matter how others see us, our intrinsic value in the eyes of God is so special and unique to each and every single person. You mean so much to God, friends. A wise priest once told me, Monsignor Ray Montague, God rest his soul, he said, Rico, I want you to always remember that while you look up at the crucifix, I want you to know that Jesus was thinking of you as he hung upon the cross for those three hours. And if your soul was the only soul to be redeemed, Jesus would have done that for you. Friends, Father Ray gave me that in one of the confessions that I went to many years ago, and it has always stuck with me. What a powerful image for us. This idea of no matter how lost I find myself in the flock of God, that Jesus will do anything it takes to to run after us, to chase us down. Why? Because of his profound love for us. And that's why you hear me say over and over and over, God loves you and so do I. It is something that cannot be overstated. 
It's important for us to really reflect upon that. And yet, we have to ask ourselves, what am I also doing to help the lost sheep get closer to God? We don't mean this as a judgment of one another, but rather, when people are seeking God and they come to us, are we willing to take the time to walk with them? Do we pray for them? Do we seek ways to encourage them to enhance their relationship with God? Or do we say, now my problem, I'm not an addictions counselor. Well, they married that person, so you made your bed, you better lay in it. You see, friends, we need to have that compassionate heart of God as well. Not only how we see ourselves, but we need to do our part to guide those closer to God as well. And the idea of the coin, it's the same thing. The value of the one coin, it might be easy for us to say, well, we have others. Let's just cut our losses and move forward. No. Tearing up the house suggests that this coin is invaluable. And so each of our souls are invaluable in the eyes of God. But Father Rico, this just seems like, you know, kumbaya theology. Like everyone just hold hands and sit around the campfire and pretend that everything's just perfect and lovely. No, friends, this is exactly how Jesus feels. Why would Jesus suggest this if it wasn't true? He calls himself, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus isn't here to play games with us. And so many of us may really question our value before God. How can God love me? I've done X, Y, and Z. Well, friends, you and I have sinned. We have done X, Y, and Z. And yet God forgives He is kind, he is merciful, he is generous. How many of us have felt the warm embrace of Jesus? Throughout our lives, perhaps family and friends, others have walked away from us. Perhaps others have been cold to our personal needs. Perhaps we felt that we are on an island, so to speak, isolated. Does anyone actually really care? And through our own life experience, we have experienced the love of Jesus who's brought us back. And so when we hear this passage, we might think, Lord, you are amazing. Thank you for being patient with me. Thank you for seeking me out while I was lost. There are many people who perhaps grow up without faith. Perhaps some of our listeners have never been baptized or haven't practiced faith in a long time. Friends, it is the Lord Jesus who does not judge you or condemn you. Rather, he's drawing you to himself. Let's build on that curious heart that you have. Could it be through this podcast the Lord is drawing you to come to know him more and more? I encourage each of you, if you've been away from faith and the practice of faith, for those who may have been baptized in other faiths that have never really practiced, or those who have never been baptized at all, to come forward to your own local church and perhaps participate in the RCIA program, a program that helps us to know God in a very real way and to draw closer to Him. Wherever we find ourselves in our life, friends, we know that Jesus is always calling. He calls us by name, and wants that personal, intimate encounter with us as individuals. Then we as a collective, the body of Christ or the communion of saints, we grow in that relationship with him. 
So let's pray for one another. Let's pray for those who feel lost, who feel unlovable. How can God love me? That they may realize that indeed God does love them. God loves each of us. Let us pray for those who are lost and refuse to find their way back to God. May they not be dismissed. May they be in our prayers and may do our part to draw them closer to Jesus. And finally, let us also pray for ourselves that we remain faithful members of the flock of Jesus, our Good Shepherd. May we always recognize our value before God and trust that God holds us in the palm of his hand. For God's Playbook, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us on our Ko-Fi, K-O-F-I, or GoFundMe at God's Playbook Podcast. Thanks and God bless.